Through challenging work and on-the-job training, Travelers Insurance is committed to providing career opportunities to military spouses in a variety of roles. People think of insurance and they get kind of scared away like, oh, that's boring or I don't understand it, that kind of stuff. But it's actually pretty interesting once you start to learn the ins and outs of it. And Travelers does a really, really great job of training us and educating us so that we can be experts in our specific field. Learn more at travelers.com slash military. Military spouses hashtag hired at Travelers Insurance are finally ready to tell you why this employer is the remote opportunity of their dreams. I'm your host, Kimber Hill, and I am taking you behind the scenes to a very intimate conversation between VertForce candidates and Travelers Insurance employees. Welcome to the VertForce Podcast. Our show helps active duty military spouses plan virtual careers. Each week, we'll be uncovering the secrets of virtual work to help get you hashtag hired. If you want income sustainable from anywhere in the world, this is the show for you. We are bringing you everything from juicy job opportunities to advice on how to glow up for a virtual interview. And now, let's meet our host. She's the change maker responsible for getting over 700 military spouses hashtag hired and making a $15 million impact in the military community. Force founder, professional speaker, remote staff augmentation specialist, visionary. Here's our host, Kimber Hill. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome. We're just all sitting here chatting with our travelers, friends, having super casual conversation. And can we do a quick recap? Who wants to recap the iWatch and all of that stuff for me? So was it you, Ashton? Yeah. So basically, travelers does a lot of incentives for basically just working. Like, it's crazy. So I'm a sales representative. So my job is to sell policies. And they had a contest in August that every specialty line or like an umbrella, jewelries, anything like that, that people write special insurance on, every single policy you sell, you got entered into a drawing. And that drawing was for a brand new Apple Watch SE. And I ended up being the lucky winner. And it actually just got delivered today. So I was very excited for that. So definitely a company that has a lot of fun things always ready to send you and a lot of great things that keep you engaged with your job as well. Yay. Congrats on your win. And then Chris and Christine were like, oh yeah. And we have this great education program and student loan reimbursement matching. Can you guys explain that? Cause that kind of, we were all None of us knew about that. So we were all really excited to hear. Yeah. So Ashton made a comment like, oh, I'm a student, so I would never have bought this for myself. And I said, well, I hope you're taking advantage of our tuition reimbursement program so we can help you with your tuition. And she's like, wait, you have a tuition. So one, we have to do a better job of explaining what we what we offer because Ashton didn't know about it. But we do have a tuition reimbursement program for employees who are participating in associate's degree, bachelor's degree any types of training or classes, there's an approval process that you go through, but we are, we do offer a pretty a decent package for students. We also offer a matching program. So if you are paying student debt, like I'm still paying, I'll still be paying when I put my kids through college, unfortunately, travelers will match payments that 
you're making towards your student debt into your 401k. So you don't have to worry about doing both. We can worry about your retirement while you worry about paying off that debt. Yeah, that's amazing. So you can contribute to your retirement while getting your student loan debt paid off. So I thought that was incredible. So let's go ahead and get started. Today, we are with our great employment partners, Travelers Insurance. And the purpose of this is for us to just get really open, really casual, have these informational conversations and give you an opportunity to get to know the military spouses who are already employed at Travelers, who found Travelers through VertForce. Because we all have that experience of sitting in front of a job description and wondering, is this the right company for me? Is this the right job for me? So this conversation is gonna help you make that decision. Okay, let's start with the Travelers team. Well, I'll go first. Hey, my name is Kimber Hill. I'm the founder of VertForce, created this community to connect fellow military spouses and veterans with remote work because remote works for me so that I have the autonomy to run my household while my husband is on the ship all the time. (laughs) So good to see everybody. Let's go ahead and start. Chris, do you want to go first? Sure. So I'm Chris Carrero and I am, uh, my title at Travelers is AVP of Human Resources. So I have the honor of leading the human resources function for all of personal insurance uh, operations, our call centers. So you'll see a little bit of that in some of the, the jobs that were just posted. Let me see, what was the questions that we were supposed to answer? I actually don't have a close affiliation to the military from a, a family member perspective. I've just always been pretty passionate about the military and just supporting our, not only our, the men and women who serve, but their families. Cause I just feel like we have such a missed opportunity to really support them. They support us so much. So I've, it's, I've always wanted to try to give back to that population and, you know, do things with them and do things for them. So that's, that's my passion. I did have a cousin who served in the armed forces. And so he, he actually retired a few years ago, but him and his wife served for a few years as well. And I am actually not a remote employee. I work out of the office. I will be working hybrid when we return back. I do have three kids, so I can definitely see the value in, in doing it the past two years as we've been living through this pandemic. As I see Ebony's little baby there, she's very cute. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's, that's, the, that's the value of working from home. You don't get to miss those moments. So that's what I find valuable about being able to balance both worlds. Thank you, Chris. Laura Lee, you want to go next? Sure. So my name is Laura Lee Lambert, and I am affiliated with the military because my husband is in the U.S. Army. He's a drill sergeant right now at Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri. So that's where I am. And that really is my main reason. And it's always been my main reason for wanting to have remote work because I don't know if you guys are familiar with Fort Lost in the Woods, but it's a super, super small town, but really no opportunities for career building or anything like that. And you know, I was just ready. I was tired of working these dead end jobs just because we were at a new place and wanted to bring in extra money and all that kind of stuff. So it was like, finally, here's an opportunity that I can have a full-time job, a job that will grow with me, a job that I can create a career, a company that I can create a career with. So it's been super, super great so far. Don't think I mentioned I'm a sales counselor and I've been here with Travelers since November of last year. Thanks, Lurley. Tani? Hello, everyone. My name is Tani Hollis. I am in claims customer service. And 
remote work works for me. My husband has been in the Air Force for 20 years this year. So, you know, it works for me because every four years or so we would PCS and I would have to put my blood, sweat and tears into finding another job, another job that I felt valued. So this was an amazing opportunity. You know, I'm able to be home. I work fully remote. I'm with the kids and I'm just, it's just been a great opportunity. And knowing that, you know, if we PCS, like we do every, you know, four years or so that I can take this with me, I can continue to grow and thrive. So. Thanks, Tani. Next from travelers is Jim. Hey folks, Jim McMahon. I coordinate uh, military and veteran outreach for travelers. I'm based out of Hartford, Connecticut. I never served. My dad did long time ago. And it's just a pleasure to help initiate programs. We've got 30,000 employees and a thousand of them we know are military veterans. And what's the connection? Well, risk. Everybody in the military understands risk. Insurance companies are basically a risk management company. And last year, with the help of Chris Carrero, our HR lead, we initiated this you know, more proactive military spouse hiring initiative. And we've got uh, multiple positions. We'll be talking about them today, but I'm just thrilled to be here. And remote for me, I get to do this on Friday. I'm presenting at Fort Bliss in El Paso, Texas. Next week, I'm at Fort Campbell in Kentucky. The week after, I'm at Fort Drum. But guess what? I'm in my bedroom at home. So lots less travel and wear and tear. So I love it. Yeah. Thank you, Jim. Ashton. My name is Ashton, as she said, and I am affiliated with the military through my husband. He is stationed at Fort Drum. So we are currently here. Working from home works for me because I'm a full-time student as well. So I actually got married in my sophomore year of college. I moved here in the height of the pandemic. So I really wasn't able to find a job in the jobs that were here. I wasn't actually even able to get off to go see my family during the two times a year that you get it. So obviously that for me is pretty high in my priority list. So with travelers, I'm able to still go to school, be full-time dog mom, see my family when those two times a year are allotted and still live my life. So I've been very, very happy with my experience here. Thanks, Ashton. Christine? Hi, everybody. I'm Christine Prieto. I am the Senior Director for Customer Service at the Richardson site. I've been with Travelers a little bit over two years. My affiliation with the military is actually twofold. My dad was in the Air Force for 20 years and retired Air Force. So that's all I ever really knew growing up. And then I married somebody who got into the military, also Air Force, and we were in the Air Force at that time for 11 years. So I know how hard it is to move from job to job, look for a job you really like, let go of a job you really, really enjoy, and have to look for a new one. So I think these opportunities to work virtually are great. And what I like most about working virtually, I myself am also will be hybrid. I'll be going back into the office some of the time and working from home some of the time. But for the last year, we've been virtual. And what I like most about it is the commute time that it saves. For me, it saves a little bit over two hours because I'm in the DFW area and I get to spend that time with my family versus on the road. Thank you, Christine. And I believe our last person from Travelers, you guys correct me if I'm missing anyone, is Jennifer. 
Hey everyone, my name is Jennifer Hunter. I have been with Travelers now almost going on a year in October, and I am at Joint Base Lewis McCord in Washington. My husband is 17 years in active duty. My dad was 20 years uh, retired Air Force, so huge military affiliation. Um, work from home works for me. As of September 11th, I completed my bachelor's degree, so it really gave me that opportunity and that time to complete my degree program. And then also my kids. I have two young children who are remote school, so it just really allows me that time to be with them, be with my family, be home with my family, and just really be kind of the center of just being available for who, who needs me the most. Congratulations on finishing that bachelor's degree. Thank you. So moving into our Q&A, like I said earlier, if you've got questions for travelers, go ahead and put your little hand up. We will get the ball rolling with question number one from our team, which I believe is coming from, is that Jenna who has our first question today? Yes, it's me. Yes. Okay. So I wanted to ask, what is it like to be that first line of support and be involved in fixing serious problems? That sounds like a claim person answer. Yeah. Tawny, do you have anything to add on this? I remember when we were going through talking points, you were talking about how claims can get very wild. Yes. So recently, it's been pretty heavy traffic with all the storms and everything that we had in New Jersey. So you know, we got a call from travelers saying, Hey, we have overtime. Let's hop on if you can. So we take, you know, that first notice of loss. We're assisting that customer, you know, at the moment of the incident that's happening. So it's, it can get very rocky, but knowing that you're there to, you know, try to help them with their issue and get them taken care of so that they feel secure is, it's a really rewarding feeling. It was, I was really nervous, you know, jumping on those phones and having those calls come in, but, you know, you are there to assist and, you know, and help someone in need. So, yeah, I I know recently we've had the hurricane issue coming through the Gulf coast. So I know you and the other claims team have had kind of a direct hand in supporting those people through that really hard time. Can you tell us a little bit about what your job was like during that? Yeah. So right now I am skilled. Um, I take auto calls. So I would, you know, take these calls from people that have had their, you know, the floods come in and their vehicles have been flooded or a couple of the calls they had where they floated away, you know, and they're, they're upset. They don't know what to do. They need direction. They want to know that they're going to be taken care of. And it's always, you know, hard hearing that, you know, hearing that come from someone, but knowing that you are there at that moment to let them know, Hey, we got you. Uh, We're here to help you out. Let's get you taken care of. You know, are you in a safe place? You know, what can we do to make this horrible situation a little bit less stressful on you? Thank you for sharing that, Tawny. So now that we've heard from Tawny in the claims department, I've seen a few a few hands come up. I think it would be good for us to go right back to Jim. And Jim, if you could briefly talk to us about the departments and the different opportunities that are available within them. So everyone listening has a good you know, bird's eye view of where they might fit in on the traveler's team. Thanks, Kimber. Lo- love to. So 
Um, let, let me try to briefly scope this out, and, and, and my experts are certainly here, but we've got three or four perspectives. So if you think about insurance products, and I'll focus on personal insurance, so homeowners, auto, you know, things of that nature. First of all, you have to sell the policy. And before everybody runs for the door saying, no, I don't want to sell anything, our sales are inbound calls. So you go online, you get information to potentially you know, get an auto policy. And if you like it, there's an 800 number. You can call in, and this would be Laurel and Ashton. And so they will, they're, they're trained at being experts on what are the state laws? What do you need? They're consulting with you from an insurance perspective. It's really detailed training that they get. So step one is they help you purchase the auto or homeowner's policy. And then step two is, well, what if you have a question? Or so for instance, you're buying a new vehicle and you need an insurance card, or your 16-year-old, somebody mentioned a 16-year-old, your 16-year-old wants to you know, pass their driver's test and get an auto, or you, you want to put them on your auto policy. So you're calling your insurance company on how do I add my child to the insurance policy? So there's the servicing of it. And then the third piece, what we just heard is the claim. And if you're calling your insurance company to report a claim, whether you had a fender bender or you know a, a cat for hurricane just roared through your neighborhood, it's a bad day. Like, honestly, if you're calling your insurance company, it's a bad day. And what you heard was, we're here to help you. So trained at what happened, was anybody hurt? You know, here's the steps in it. I, I kind of equate it to, you know, your four-year-old runs in the into the house, you know, crying, and you got to figure out, are you hurt? How bad are you hurt? Here's how we're going to take care of it. I mean, that may be very superficial. So we've got those three perspectives. All of those roles are currently out on Vertforce's platform. They're great for military spouses. You know, they're portable. So if you PCS, the job can move with you. You know, they're customer facing because we hire like eight, 10 or 12 in a class at a time. So by by hiring multiple people, we can carve out three or four positions for military spouses, make them remote and, and try to support the mission. In addition, I'll, one more thing. If those roles aren't the right answer for you, if you go to travelers.com, search careers, and if the location says nationwide, I mean, we don't specifically say it's virtual. But if a location says nationwide, so for instance, Hartford, St. Paul, Orlando, Florida, nationwide, if it says nationwide, it's virtual. And I looked this morning, we have like about 150 virtual jobs around the country, all makes and models on that one. So that's a quick overview on what we have available. Hopefully that helps. And again, we'll, we'll keep talking and answering whatever specific questions you have. That certainly helps, Jim. And let's get to our first question from Ashley Lopez. Hi, my name is Ashley Lopez, and I have a question. I have never worked remote, and I have no experience. So I want to know, my question is, what do you need? Like, what kind of skills do you need to be able to perform at your highest when you're working remote? So we provide everything to you. So from an equipment standpoint, you'll get you know, you go through the interview process and you get a position, you get a nice package on your front door a couple of days before your first day, which includes all your equipment. So monitors, keyboards, laptop, um, headsets, my, uh, mouse, and all of those things. So from an equipment standpoint, we, we take care of you. As far as skills go, I think 
you know, we do spend some time in training talking through what it's like to work from home and best practices and how to get your desk set up. We actually have something we've referred to as like the white glove service where we have someone call you directly and help get you set up. So from a, a sitting at your desk standpoint, you're set up for success. I think, you know, the other way to the your manager and the facilitators and training will also work with you on best practices. So it's not something you had to do before. I'll tell you, two years ago, I've never worked remote and we had to transition home like that. And so we all have to kind of figure it out. I think we've learned along the way, but I think, you know, we'll do everything we can to help you set, set up for success. I, for you at home, it's trying to find a space that's for you. That would be important. I know that's tough in some of the, in some homes I'm in my, my kid's playroom right now. I can't <laughs> me. I have a little background up, but just finding a dedicated space being able to focus on what's going on in the classroom because you it is a classroom environment, even if you're on a virtual world is always helpful too. So I don't know, Jim, what else do you want to add to that? We train. So now if you're a military spouse and you're worried, well, I, I've multiple jobs, gaps in my resume. We've coached our recruiting team to not worry about gaps in the resume. What, what I refer to it as, we're looking for reasons to say yes, not reasons to say no. So volunteer experience coordinating moves. I mean, we, one of our partners is a head of training, retired Lieutenant Colonel moved 11 times. And he challenged his business partners by saying, my wife coordinated 11 moves, but if you looked at her resume, you wouldn't give it two looks. So I don't know if any of our, our recent military spouses, what was your previous experience? I mean, I can't imagine it was an insurance so I, you know, if anything, you want to just, just share your background. I, I was actually a dental assistant and with COVID hitting, when I first got hired on, they had closed the schools. So I had to quit. I am also a mom of three. So with all that being said, like all the other mothers on here, I need something that's flexible. And I think that with everything going on, my best bet is to be home doing something that's flexible so I can provide for my children when my husband isn't around. I never worked in insurance before. So like I had zero insurance background before I started this job. So I was 21 years old and I got hired. I just turned 22. So really didn't have too much experience, obviously, out of high school. I was a full-time student just kind of doing the seasonal jobs. I worked at, you know, manufacturing companies. I did some work babysitting, things like that. Just obviously just trying to pay the bills. But um, I had zero experience with insurance and for, like you said, coaching to perform working from home, it's really what you put into it. So as Chris mentioned, you know, we do, they do all the training. They literally walk you from step one to step 10. You are not left alone at any part. You're always going to have support, even when you are quote unquote out of training. You really never are out of training. You have training. I think I have a new update every week. We have coachings. So your manager is going to listen to, you know, the work that you're doing and evaluate that. So every other week you do have positive feedback coming in, constructive criticism. So if you're using and utilizing all the resources that they're giving you, there's really no reason for nothing but success. They give you all the tools that you need. Let's move on to the next question. If you guys, we've got about, we got a lot of people with their hands up. So if y'all are on board, I'd like to go ahead and take Carol Kudnick's question. Hi there. I noticed a few other people asked us as well. Does travelers offer part-time remote work opportunities? So 
we have right now all our, our positions that are posted are full-time um, 40 hours and a lot of that is just to do with the the type of position it is it is a pretty complex position to train in and it's hard to train the full job in a part-time way we have done part-time in the past we've actually I think it was last year Christine you can correct me if I'm wrong I think we hired about 30 part-timers um, and what we're trying to do right now is get them to that full insurance service rep position and get them trained upwards so we're trying to figure out what that looks like and if we can do the part-time again with that said, I know once you're trained, it opens up different doors. Do we have part-time workers? Yes. I think okay. getting trained and getting comfortable in your position is really important before you can kind of step into that part-time space because we want to make sure that all the calls coming in, you get about 40 to 50 types of calls a day and you want to make sure that you can answer all those calls because they're going to be different every single time. So that's that's really why it's a little bit more about it's, it's a full-time position and that's best done in a full-time way. So if it, we can work with you, if we can, but. Okay. I was just curious as to whether, you know, like the training could be full-time. And then once you were trained, if you could drop to part-time positions. We've had that happen before. Yep. Okay. But most of the, again, the positions are posted as full-time. We would want to handle those separately. So I think if you're something that you're interested in, let's, I threw my email in the chat. So I, I would ask you to reach out and let's talk about that one. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Carol. Uh, Taya's got a question. So I see in the chat, like everybody's referencing this. I'm like I said, I'm a mom of twins and I'm also trying to go back to school. I'm just wondering, because see a bunch of people saying they go to school. How flexible is the schedule with travelers? Me being said, I'm trying to go back to school to try finishing my nursing degree. And I know for me right now, I'm in the midst of trying to find a remote job. And I've known that having a call job i'm always worried because with childcare, it's not always a given so what exactly is your what did your position entail and how flexible is the company being able to work with you know working moms or moms trying to go to school and stuff like that so this is where it's kind of like chris said our training is is a set schedule and it, it is really important that you're there for the whole training and our training is about four months because you learn so much as chris said they are pretty complex jobs and so you've really got to be there for that entire training it is a full-time training it does take about four months for it to complete afterwards is when then some of those things open up as chris said you know if you need some adjustments because of school, you know, I have to leave on a certain day at five o'clock because my class starts at this time. Um, those are things that we work on an individual basis with each person after the training so that we can see what we can do and adjust where needed because, you know, there isn't a schedule that's just the way you need it when it comes to school. But those are things that we do do and we do work with each individual employee. And then like set schedule wise, what exactly do you do schedules look like if there's like no accommodations that need to be made? What are the schedules looking like? The schedules do vary. And so for training right now, like most of them are either an eight to five or a nine to six position, you know, it depends on on what coast you're in, because I'll, you know, I'll give you an example. We hired, um, and I think our class was like nine to six, and we had a military person who was in Hawaii. So she was signing in really early in the morning, because that's where her time zone was, even though our hours in central time zone 
were very reasonable at a nine to six, but she did a fabulous job. She's actually relocated now. They already PCS. She's be back here, you know, stateside. And so now it's not a problem and she loves the schedule. But most of the training classes are like an eight to five or a nine to six. Okay. Thank you so much, Christine. And thank you, Taya. And next will be Miss Megan Hurtado. So I do have prior insurance experience, actually call center insurance at the large carrier. What is the kind of progression? I also have a background in underwriting and I would like to eventually get there. I do appreciate Jim pointing out that there is other remote positions, but if we were to do one of the ones that are available, like on the Vertforce job board, kind of what would that progression look like? Do you kind of just stay in sales or where does that go to? Yeah, our frontline staff move all over. So we actually have folks that have moved into director positions like Christina's in. We have folks that have moved into, we have an underwriting team, Megan. So, um, and they are, we have both a virtual organization and an in-office organization for our underwriting teams. We've had folks slide over from personal insurance to claim, claim to personal insurance, move into some of our, we have an operational effectiveness. So they are, they're a team that focuses on process improvement, which I'm sure your military backgrounds will service well in. We have workforce management teams that the experts are coming from these positions that we're hiring for and they move in. So I think it's really whatever you want it to be. We we have an opportunity for you. I started off as, you know, just even outside of insurance. I came here with no insurance background, started in a manager position. I've been here for nine years and I've worked my way up to an AVP. So I think it's whatever you want the opportunity to be and how your performance will is and how hard you work at it, just like at anything will determine where you can go. But we definitely have the opportunities for you. And we also have a lot of them internally as well, too, just to let you know. So within the internal, you know, you start off as an ISR, then we have what we call seniors and leads within our Mm -hmm. own group. And then you, you get to be a mentor or a roamer that helps other new hires who come in and get opportunities to do that. So there's a lot of opportunity even within the same group too, and then across all yeah. other lines. And I heard a couple of teaching backgrounds. We actually have some of our ISRs or sales counselors move into facilitator roles and they mm-hmm. end up doing the training. Again, you got to get that expert beyond that, be in the job and learn it and become that expert, but then you could transition and in, in, into a facilitator role. That was really important for us when we built this program was, you know, what you've asked for isn't not, not, not just a job that you can like, okay, let me shut down Friday, move over the weekend and keep doing what I'm doing. We wanted to give careers and that's much different. We wanted to make sure that you can grow with travelers and stay with travelers and not stay in the same position. Now, the job is so complex and, and different every single day that you can stay and the job would be different every single day. But you can also move around and still support your family because that was really important to us when we when we put the program together. Thank you. Stay at home profit knows how game changing remote work opportunities are for the military community while providing education, consulting, scholarships and career opportunities for military spouses and veterans and remote work through virtual assisting and digital marketing. We are proud to say that our students have been able to work with clients who have been featured in Forbes. Thrive Global, 
Marie Claire Magazine, and Yahoo Finance. From local businesses, tech startups, and Fortune 500 companies, Stay-at-Home Profit has spent four years developing and perfecting multiple programs that enhance military spouses and veteran skill sets and experience to get hired remotely in the digital workforce. Join the Stay-at-Home Profit family today and check out our five-week RVAC Remote Virtual Assistant Certificate Program. We believe you have the determination to build a remote career. So let us help you develop those skill sets so you can get started today. Check us out at bit.ly forward slash VF hyphen profit.com. Our next question is coming from Aaron. Yeah, I was just curious, being that we are military spouses, how does it correlate with moves overseas? Like my current location is Germany. Yeah, actually, Jim and I chatted about that earlier because so that's one area we have not been able to to figure out just yet. And that's not necessarily travelers. That's just the insurance industry and and government regulations. So not for lack of desire, we'd love to be able to do something to support our spouses that have to move across seas or even our veterans and have that have to move across seas and current armed forces. But it's just something that we, it's harder to figure out because the government's involved in licensing and being able to actually sell insurance or service insurance across different countries is different. So we haven't been able to figure that one out. Everything has to be within the United States. Thanks, Chris. Erin, did that answer your question? Looks like it. She took her hand down. So thank you, Erin. Our next question is coming from Kay. I think my question got answered for the most part in the chat, but the only additional part that I had, I I asked in the chat about opportunities for learning other skills through travelers. And then my other question was the licensing requirements. And I believe it was answered, but it wasn't specified as far as if it's property, casualty, auto. And I know like for claims, there will be a different type of licensing. So I just wanted to get an understanding of the licensing process, because I believe he said you go through four months of training and then you take your licensing exam, but then you go back to the traveler side to learn their technical piece. But I just wanted a little more clarification on that. And then as well as opportunity for, you know, learning other areas within what's the the time frame. And I know that you guys spoke to coming, I think one person came in as a supervisor, one person came in in advance, but just a little bit more about that for career growth. Can any of our spouses talk about your licensing requirements and time frame and things like that? Yeah. Um, so your license is actually the first thing that you do. So the first two weeks is essentially training and as well as studying for your license. So you have a trainer and then your classmates who are with you. You're going to be studying the content and taking practice exams and everything like that. We have a fantastic team that helps you with that. So the first two weeks, you're essentially paid to study. So really great setup. And then what you do is you're going to take your licensing exam, depending on where you are, if that can be virtual or it can be in person. Um, Mine was virtual online, but I had classmates who had to go in person and take theirs. So your license state is where you reside. So even though I work out of the Knoxville Business Center and I sell insurance in 43 different states, my home license is in the state of New York. Then once you get your license, that is your first like check mark. And they do have incentives for that. If you pass it on the first try, um, there was a $500 incentive for that. And 
Then you're going to go into the travelers portion. So you're going to learn all the travelers underwriting guidelines and how they do things as well as navigating the site and how to essentially put together quotes and accurately price, underwrite, scan for eligibility, things like that. That's the bulk of actually your training. The licensing portion out of the four months is about two weeks. So travelers portion is the biggest part. All right. Thank you so much, Ashton. The next one is coming from Busi. Hi, everyone. What I wanted to know is how does travelers cater to me, a woman from South Africa or rather overseas? I've been applying, I think for the past two weeks, I've applied for the two positions that were listed and I got a reply that I did not qualify. No reasons were stated, but I think it's because I'm in, I'm in South Africa. I don't know. Um, maybe I need clarity in that. Yeah. So if you're not located within the United States, that could be what's causing the problem. We aren't employing outside of the United States just yet. So that could be one. If you haven't passed, there is an assessment process. So I know there was a question in the chat on what the application process looks like. So I'll just answer that question too while I'm answering yours. When you apply for the job, there's a, an email that you'll get with a link to take a customer service or sales assessment. It'll take up to 40 minutes to complete, but you have to pass that assessment in order to move into the interview stage, at which point a recruiter will reach out to you to schedule a phone screen. They'll talk a little bit more about your, your background and the job, give you some more details on the role that you've applied to, the hours, um, what the training dates would look like. And if, again, there's an agreement on both parties that, yep, this is a good fit, we think it'll work, you'll get moved on to the interview team, which is typically two managers, one that will be your manager and another manager from the team that will interview you. And then again, decisions are made pretty quickly after that interview. But if you don't get through that assessment, we, we cannot reach out to you. So you should have an email that tells you why you didn't get selected. But Busi, it could be one, if you're outside the United States, that could be what's driving that decision. Or two, it could be the assessment if you haven't taken it. Okay, yeah, I haven't taken the assessment yet, but I think it is the location problem. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Busi. And this would be a great opportunity for you should you locate back into or just into the continental United States. Going to our question list, this question is for the military spouses working at Travelers. What percentage of your job is spent on the phone and interacting with Travelers customers? I'll take that one if that's okay. So Probably 95% of my job is on the phone interacting with customers. So again, I'm in sales. Can't be selling if you're not on the phone. So that's what I do all day. Majority of my calls are all inbound. If I'm making any outbound calls at all, it's because I've already like previously agreed with a customer that I've talked to in the past that, you know, they need to hold off for a little bit, but please call me back at a, at a later time. And callbacks, maybe 10 a week, maybe. That's probably on the high end. But yeah, 95% taking incoming calls, a little bit of checking emails, keeping up with all of my statistics, my numbers, making sure that I'm, you know, at my best all the time, reevaluating every day what what maybe I can work on, focus on, do better, that kind of thing, just to kind of maximize my potential for bonuses that month. Thank you. Do the other departments want to add to that too? Because I know you're in sales, but I'd love to hear that from the claims department too. Yeah. So I would say I do. I take calls probably about 95% 
as well. We do make outbound calls, but it's we do that if we've you know dropped a call and we're trying to reach that customer to assist them. But we do take those calls all day long, and you know you get done with one and you go into the next one. But we you know we do have we do want to make sure that we are keeping up with our numbers and and performing the best that we can. And yeah, I would say that most of the calls are it is back to back. Thank you, Tawny. So Shannon, I see your hand up. I'm going to ask two more questions that have been submitted through the chat and then come to you, Shannon. Chris Joseph wants to know, like, what are your favorite benefits that you have working there? This is for the mill spouses. And how many days off do you think that you get per year? And then there's a question added there. I think this is regarding schedule flexibility if there are split schedules. So I'll answer this. So being in service, I believe it's about, I think it's 21 days a year for PTO. I think PTO is just my favorite. I love to balance, you know, work and life together. And it just really just kind of allows that to thrive, I feel like. So you can request time off. A lot of times it's last minute. You come in that morning and if you need time that day, you can always request time off that day. Um, Utilize your PTO, kind of really just spread that out throughout the year. So with travelers, I believe, I mean, throughout every job I've ever had, I think travelers is giving the most PTO and it's available immediately. That's, I think my favorite, every single benefit that I get through travelers has been offered to me since day one. It's not something that I had to wait on. It was immediate. So that's just, it's just huge. Thank you. Anybody else want to chime in on your favorite benefits? So I definitely agree with the PTO, most PTO I've ever had from any job I've worked before. Um, so that's amazing. And I like the ability, the flexibility of it, that if you need something last minute, you can put it in. It's usually not a problem. Um, there's also plenty of opportunity for overtime. So if you've got that time in your schedule, you're working from home anyway, a Saturday rolls around, you're just going to be at home. You know, why not pick up a couple of hours and, you know, add that much more onto my paycheck, that pay period. So that's super awesome. And then the last thing I wanted to comment on was the retirement matching program, which is amazing. It's a certain percentage and I can't remember off the top of my head, but that's definitely one of my favorites. Thanks so much, Laura Lee. And thank you, Jennifer, for helping answer Chris's question. And uh, we'll go ahead and hop over to Shannon and then come back to our question list in the chat. Shannon, you have a question for us. Hey there, I'm Shannon Howard. I am a coastal wife, like I said earlier. And my question for you is we are currently stationed in Alaska. I know you talk about the continental U.S. a lot. Are you guys open to hiring people in Alaska? We're choosing to stay in Alaska as well when my husband does retire. We have hired from Alaska and Hawaii. Schedule time frame, you may have to adjust. You may have to get you know up early, work late, whatever. But yes, Alaska is definitely on our, our list of locations that are fine. You seem to have um, really fantastic internet from Alaska. That was always something I was wondering about. (laughs) Oh yeah, it's perfect. Okay. So I currently am a personal lines agent for a small insurance company up here in Alaska and I work remotely for them. But my thing is, is I, I am an overachiever (laughs) and that sounds corny and I'm not trying to talk myself up, but I want to do more. I want to be able to help more people and I want to expand and working for a small insurance company. You can't do that. Travelers, is actually one of the companies that our small firm represents as well. So 
it was always kind of top of mind, like, I wonder if I could ever work for travelers. And so my other question is, is this going to be like an ongoing thing where, or is it just right now, these jobs are available right now, or will it continue into the future? You know, if I can't apply at this point, if I want to apply in the future, will they still be available as well? I can answer that. I hire probably 10 classes a year. I hope one day I don't have to hire so much, but we do hire quite a bit. We're a very busy call center growing constantly. Um, and we do have people that move into to new opportunities, which is why, you know, we have to backfill our positions. So if it's not for you right now, we are hiring up until I think we are last classes starting sometime at the end of October, November timeframe. Um, we will be posting some more positions that'll be starting in Q1. So if there's something that you're interested in, definitely keep keep looking between us and personal insurance and claims. We always have classes out there. Perfect. Thank you so much. No problem. Went to Alaska on my honeymoon. I love it. Oh, it's gorgeous up here. We, we absolutely love it. I'm born and raised and my husband is a California transplant. So we love it. Yeah. Just to elaborate on the timing aspect, we also have business insurance, another group that has been hiring military spouses. And we have examples of folks that have gone through the interview and life happens, an unexpected PCS or you know, something with the, with the kids and our recruiters will work with you. I, I know of multiple, we had someone who was supposed to start in April. They actually started in August. We had somebody who was supposed to start at another point in time. And I think is coming in in two weeks. So it's hard enough to find people and get to yes, honestly, to where yeah. if something unexpected happens, we will work with you and we'll, we'll slot you in as, as you know, Chris said, we've got things that, you know, this is an ongoing effort. So. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. All right. Our next question comes from Ashley Lopez. She would like to know what the hiring process looks like. I would say it would be great to hear from both ends here, both the the mill spouses who have hired on and then the managers so we can hear it from a candidate's perspective. I'll start. So I mean, even though it's been almost a year, um, I submitted my application from the time that I submitted my application to my hiring. It took about a week. I felt like because, and I, I feel like it was a little bit more expedited because my class was going to be starting soon as well, but it can be a very quick process. You complete your assessment, you pass your assessment, you go into your first interview phase, go into your second interview phase. I think there's a couple. And then from there, you know, with your offer, and then once your offer stands, then at that point, they're getting your information just to mail you all your equipment. It's very smooth. And travelers, I mean, I don't know how they did it right, but they nailed it because there was just no hiccup from start to finish. I I think the whole um, entire process was maybe about maybe 20 days from start to finish in my hire date. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Go ahead, Tani. Sorry. I was just going to say, you know, I was on Vert Force. This was during our PCS. So while we were driving from California to South Carolina, I was taking that assessment. We were staying in hotels and I was, you know, actively on Vertforce trying to get it. So from the moment that I took the assessment to when I got my interview, we were in lodging on base and it was loud and there was planes going over. And I remember saying, I'm so sorry. Like we don't really live here. We're just in the limbo, you know, in the middle of PCS. It was, you know, it was a lot going on, but I would say 
very similar to what Jennifer said from the moment I did that assessment to going through my interviews, you know, submitting all my paperwork. It was about a month. And then the class started in March. So I just kind of went right into that. But it was all during PCS. And I was in a different state when I talked to that recruiter next. And so it was, they were very flexible and they understood and they worked with me. Thank you so much, Jennifer and Tawny. Chris or Jim, do you have a perspective from the hiring manager that about the application process and what it looks like? I would say the Tani and, and Jennifer described it well. We we try to be quick in the process. We don't want to uh, make anyone sitting out there and wait. We hire in classes. So it just depends. It sounds like Jennifer, you might have been coming in at the end of filling that class, which is why it moved pretty quickly for you. If you're coming in at the start and maybe you're the first hire, you could be, you know, it could be like a four to six week wait period before you actually start. You're on, you know, the training program during that time, we're mailing you equipment, we're reaching out and making sure like, you know, some people in your class, you'll get some emails from us. We're keeping you engaged throughout that process to let you know, hey, it's coming. Your first day is coming. We're excited you're going to join us. But we do hire typically 15 to 18 people at a time. And that's who you go into class with. So that's just just know that depending on what, what part of the, the time you're hired. If you're number one, you're going to wait a little longer than if, if you're towards the end of that 15. Thanks, Chris. All right. We have one other question from a candidate who has applied and did not make the cut. So the candidate asks and wants to know if they were declined, should they or can they apply again? And what advice do you have for a candidate who really does want to work for travelers but didn't get hired after their first interview? So it depends on if it was during the interview or the assessment. If you didn't get through that assessment, I would say it's probably you overthought it, right? You probably got nervous and you um, overthought the questions a little bit. So I'd encourage you to wait. There is a, I believe Jim is six months waiting period and have you uh, reapply and, and try that assessment again. If it was through the interview process and you didn't get through that piece of it, I would reach back out to the recruiter you were working with and ask for feedback. We can't offer it to you because we have a lot of candidates, but if it's something that you're interested in and understanding like what, what could I have done differently? Why wasn't I selected for this role? The recruiters love to hear from you guys so that they can let you know, like if it was a skill set that you were missing or maybe something in the interview that wasn't clicking, they'll share it with you and you can work on it for your next interview. Yeah. What I would add is the assessments aren't all the same and you know, don't all get nervous on the assessment. It really is utilizing skills that you're probably going to utilize in your your actual job. So, you know, multitasking, going through different screens, there's some simple math calculations. Yeah, if you didn't get successful on the assessment, there was a six-month wait. But for instance, the claim assessment is different than the personal insurance sales assessment. So just because you didn't have success in one doesn't mean you wouldn't have success in the other. So I hate to say try again, but try again. Because, again, we're we're looking for reasons to say yes, not reasons to say no. So that six-month waiting period, that doesn't apply. That just applies for that role. So if you applied to sales, you didn't make it to sales, you didn't pass the assessment, you can go apply to claims. Correct. Correct. Love that. Yeah, love that. Or your hundreds of other positions that are available on the website. And many of our positions don't have assessments. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And, and I'll tell you, even in the interview process, our recruiters and our HR team and managers, they'll if they're interviewing you for sales and let's say in it, they're like, I think this person's better for service. 
they'll actually talk to you about that. And it's not going to be a decline, but hey, I think you'll be a better fit for this job over here. Would you like to start interviewing for that role instead? And we've done that um, not only with just our military group, but anyone that comes in that, you know, might not be a good fit for that role, but we're always looking for what is that right fit for you? Right. Thank you. And as Chris mentioned, you might be later in the process. You know, it's like eight weeks, but if you're in the last week, what our recruiters also do is go back into the old requisition. So if you applied, were successful with the assessment and maybe did an interview, you may get a call in two weeks from a recruiter saying, hey, we've opened up another role. You applied for personal insurance. We've got something in claim or we've got something in business insurance. We're really trying to, particularly with this audience, the military spouse audience, not forget you. So what we don't want to keep doing is sending positions to Kimber and her team and having you keep applying. It's If you've applied, we're going to try to keep you fresh in mind. Thanks, Jim. This question is for the military spouses working at Travelers. One of our candidates wants to know, and this is actually one that, that we had talked about earlier, do you guys get to interact with each other? Do you, since you're all remote, what does the cal- collaboration look like? Do you feel like you have coworkers or is it super autonomous? I definitely feel the connection. We talk throughout the day. I've actually stayed really, really close knit with some of the people that I went to training with. We still talk, you know, we, we can Skype throughout the day, but even the team that I'm on, you know, my UM will get on and we have group chats going on. You feel supportive. You are not alone. I wouldn't definitely wouldn't say that you, you know, you feel like you're alone in this. You talk throughout the day. There's so many people you can reach out to. And like I said, I'm planning trips to see some of the people that I went to training with. So we're going to make it happen. And all of the groups that Travelers actually has a part of. So in the Knoxville Business Center, they have, I believe it's like Diversity Alley. So there's multiple groups. There's one for military spouses and veterans. There's one for feet, like just like a feminist group for women. There's LGBTQ, IA, there is multiple groups as well for like ethnicities and everything like that. So they have groups like that, meetings that are every other month, every three months that, you know, you can get with people who are in a like kind group situation, whatever. And so they have support for that as well. And also your team, you have team meetings too. So it's not like just the team that you're on. You're not alone either. Thank you so much for describing the inclusivity. I've got two more questions we definitely want to get asked before we wrap up. So question number one for our mill spouses at Travelers, do any of you, are any of you parents, do you have children and how do you balance your career at Travelers with being a parent? So I have um, an 11 year old son. He's in the sixth grade now, but when I first started at Travelers last year, he was doing remote school from home. He was in the fifth grade. So he's full-time in school now, but was remote learning back then. And, you know, it was nice because he's, he's older, he's grown, he's kind of self-sufficient. So yeah, like I had the flexibility to take a quick, you know, couple minute personal time from my computer, go check on and make sure he's on task doing what he needs to do. And we were able to kind of chug along and, uh, you know, remote learning environment for him and my remote working environment. And it worked really well. And now that he's back in school, 
Um, again, with the PTO, just going back to if I need to pick him up from school for some reason, if there is some kind of school activity, I've got plenty of PTO that you can submit just like an hour or two at a time if you have to and get done what you need to get done and come back to work. So it's, it's really nice, super flexible. You don't have to take an entire half day because, you know, your kid had some activity in the afternoon. So it's been really great. My husband's currently deployed right now. So I have two kids. He is deployed and they were fully remote when I started with travelers. So we went fully remote through the summer back into school now, but husband is deployed. And like Laura Lee said, that PTO really does help. Yeah. I have a, an 11 year old and a 14 year old. And I mean, through this year and a half, they've been full on remote school. It's been really fun though, because I do get an hour lunch each day. So I'm able to have lunch. We're able to, I'm able to have a hot cooked lunch, you know, ready for them. And I'm available for any questions. So, you know, because they are older, yes, it's a little bit easier, but they still need me and I still feel needed and I'm still there to, you know, cater to their needs throughout the day. So it's just been really nice, helpful now that they are back in school. You know, I'm still here. I'm here. My goal was to be here for them when they got off the bus, home from school and just really, you know, be there for them to, you know, just have that kind of comfort. So I feel like this has really, you know, contributed to that, that and been helpful. Thank you so much, Jennifer. All right. Our last question, and this is from my team. I wanted to ask this question. So I just think it's very important. And I'd love to hear from the whole Travelers team on this. How is Travelers contributing and adapting and supporting the active duty military spouse on the job? We all face challenges, you know, deployments, relocations. What do you see at Travelers that's different from where you've worked previously? They wanted feedback right away. They wanted to know, you know, what, what can we do? What do you need from us? What can we do to make that better? How can we assist you? So the communication is big. Well, I was in training. My husband, he ended up getting COVID. So, and they ended up developing and finding some like heart blockages and some severe heart heart problems after him having COVID. So kind of some like post COVID symptoms and being at Fort Drum you're kind of in the middle-ish kind of of nowhere, but for the problems that he was having with his heart, we needed to go down to Syracuse multiple times, and they were really flexible with allowing me to be in training like at the hospital while sitting there. You know, I didn't have to take any time off. I was still able to contribute and everything like that and learn. So that was really nice going through training. It was like literally two weeks after I started. And then all this, you know, came down and they were super, super flexible with that. And I don't think I would have gotten that at any other job. So. Yeah. So Travelers has been doing this, I believe, um, you know, really just started getting into it August, 2020. So I've just heard so many times, multiple times, we're in this together, we're learning together, we have had multiple focus groups, and how can we help you? How can we help you succeed? Um, What can we learn from you? So the fact that, you know, they are willing to take the time and truly listen to what the military life is and and what we go through and our needs um, has just been a huge factor. 
I have heard, you know, in one of the meetings, hey, if your husband has a lunch schedule and that is the only time that he can take lunch, let's accommodate that. Let us know and just reach out to us. So the fact that they have just been so accommodating to our unique lifestyle is just so great. And it just makes me want to be with travelers for forever and just really make a career out of this. It's just been really phenomenal. Thank you so much. All right, everybody. We, I'm going to give Jim an opportunity, Jim and Chris, an opportunity to close us out. Uh, Jim and Chris, is there anything else that you guys would like to add before we wrap up? Chris? Yeah, I think, I mean, I said it a little bit earlier, but you know, when we started looking at this, I called it a, I call it a program, but I'll tell you, this is just the way we do business now. I think um, the military spouses and the military in general is a great group of individuals that we want working for us. We, you know, we want you to take a look at our jobs. We want to make sure that they're jobs that they can move around with you. We don't want, you know, we'll make sure to partner with you on what's the best one for your skill set, but also one that you can take with you as you move or whatever you need to do to help support your family. So, we have a lot of great benefits. Um, one of the benefits that, you know, I heard you guys list off a couple of things, but from one of our current um, employees, she was a military spouse and, and her husband retired, but she's working with us. And she said, I wish I had this when my husband was getting ready to retire because he had to kind of stay a little longer while she got set up for work. So we want to be able to help you hit your goals to hit your spouse's goals, whatever they could be. So think about coming here. We have great opportunities. If something doesn't fit and you have additional questions, Jim and I threw our, our name, our um, emails in the chat, reach out. We'll talk about individual circumstances with you and, and hope you, we hope you want to come join us. Thanks, Chris. I, I want to thank our spouses for spending time today, sharing their insights. Really appreciate that. And I want to thank all of you because military spouses serve. Yeah. And it's really important. And it may sound cheesy, but we know we've got a thousand veterans in our company. And you know what? Those thousand veterans, pretty much all of them have a spouse. And the more Chris and I roll this out, we keep getting comments from, you know, our veteran employees saying, thank you for doing this. This is really pretty cool. And they're kind of, you know, socializing this with other business leaders. So as Chris said, it's, it's, it's the way we're doing business now. So Thank you all for your attention, Kimber. We, we so appreciate Virtforce and your team. You are such great partners with us in this journey over the last year. And if, as Chris said, if anybody has any questions, we both put our emails out there. If you've got questions, you've applied through Virtforce, I get messages sometimes from the Virtforce team. Hey, Jim, can you check this and things of that nature? So, you know, reach out to the Virtforce team or reach out to us. And, you know, if we don't know the answer, we'll find it out for you. It may not be us that you hear. We might flip your email to someone that's better suited to answer your question, like our recruiting team. So if you don't hear back directly from us, you should hear from somebody at Travelers. Good point. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Chris, so much. Yeah, we've been very excited to be partnered with Travelers. I think we probably just hit our one-year employment partnership anniversary with Travelers and as you guys know at Vertforce, we're all a team of active duty military spouses. We created our organization to help you because we live the same life and we need to help each other and advocate for each other. So I hope that some of you find your career path at Travelers. If not, please hit the Vertforce recruitment arsenal. That's jobs.vertforce.us. There will be other opportunities there for you. If you have questions, you can reach out to Jim or Chris directly if there's something that you want to ask that 
you don't think is appropriate to send to them, you can send to hire at vertforce.us and we'll do our best to answer the question for you. Thank you for your time. Thank you, folks. Bye. Thank you. You. Thank you, travelers, for participating today. You guys are just a wealth of information. We appreciate you so much. Thanks, Kimber. Thanks for having us. All right, Burt Force, that is it for this episode. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe, rate our podcast, and leave us a review. We really love hearing from you. If you need to find the show notes, which include all of the resources we discussed in this episode, you can find those at vertforce.us. Guys, I'm serious when I say we want to hear from you. If you have an idea for an episode or a question, email us at support at vertforce.us. As a reminder, all content associated with the Vertforce podcast is the intellectual property of Vertforce LLC. All right, catch you next week.